What part of Colorado did you grow up in? Right here. Mom, I graduated from Montbello High School right down the street. Uh, I lived in Green Valley, but my grandma lived in Montbello, so I pretty much was between Montbello and Green Valley growing up, which was great and tough sometimes. I don't, I don't know what it's like now, but it was a little... Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so it was beautiful. It was fun, but I started losing friends, you know, to violence. I started losing friends to prison. So uh, I was like, I'm trying to be a thug, but this thug life thing is not not working. It's not going well for my friends. So that's when I really changed my life and really got into the dancing and the art and led to music um, that I do now. That was Anthony Greatness Cotton, and you are listening to Life is Art on the Voice of Montbello podcast. Hello, welcome back to Life is Art. I'm Serenity, and I'm here with Bree, Lynn, and Leia. How are y'all doing today? I'm good. Oh, and Isaac. Big Daddy and Lynn in the house. We Lynn, don't do wow. <laughs> Wow, the start. I say, feel me. So he feel me. Say, hey, hey. Shh. I told oh. you how I was gonna say that. What y'all expect? Me, me, Isaac, up in the building. They're gonna be like, "Ooh, it's that guy from the podcast." When they watching this YouTube, no, video. they're gonna be scared of you. Oh, no, they're not. All right, come on, let's get let's get into the questions now, bro. <laughs> Hold up, let the man introduce himself. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The disrespect. Yes, right. indeed. Yes, indeed. I'm here, Anthony, uh, known as Anthony Greatness Cotton on the internet. Uh, here to hang out. Learn, talk, share my story, whatever we're going to do today. And I'm super excited. What is it like to be an influencer? What is it like to be an influencer? It's kind of weird. It's kind of weird to know that there's like thousands, maybe millions of people at times watching your videos. It's cool. It's exciting. And I'm I'm happy because I feel like I'm living in my purpose. But it is kind of strange when you see somebody and they're like, oh, yeah, I saw you on TikTok or it's a weird thing. Yeah. So it's exciting and it feels good to live in my purpose. But yeah, it's a weird thing for people to kind of just know you that don't know you. You know what I mean? What does black excellence mean to you? Oh, that's a good question. So for me, uh, black ex- excellence looks like making the people that came before me proud. So like my grandma, uh, she dealt with like segregation and racism and If you go further back, I think, you know, there's like, you know, obviously slavery and my lineage and things of that nature. So they didn't have the opportunities to just make videos on TikTok like I do or do stuff on YouTube like I do. So for me, Black excellence is making sure that I make them proud, making sure that um, their sacrifices are um, were worth it. That's what Black excellence looks like for me. Did your parents parents accept you as a dancer in the beginning? (laughs) That's a good question. So. Uh, my mom was pretty supportive. My mom is very much the type of person that's like, whatever you want to do, take it seriously. I'm going to buy you the equipment. I'll take you to classes. So my mom was supportive. I think, uh, maybe the rest of my family and like from the culture that I'm from, they're kind of like dancing music. That's what you're going to do. They're kind of like, you should be playing basketball or football. They're that type of family that's like, you should be like doctors and stuff like they no, they weren't pushing me to be doctors. I think they thought that music and dancing and stuff wasn't tough enough. It's more like, no, you're a dude. You should be playing basketball or football or boxing or something like that. And I like sports too, but I don't think they supported the idea of the arts the same way that they might support the idea of sports or like a doctor or something like that. So it was a little resistance, not from my mom, but from other people in my family for sure. I said, for me. 
what is it living in Texas and what what sacrifices did you make to go to get there? Oh, so what is it like living in Texas and what sacrifices did I make to get there? Um, so I really like living in Texas. Texas is amazing. It's a little colder than I thought it was going to be. I thought it was going to be like 90 degrees every day, but it's not. It's cold in Texas. But the sacrifices that it took to get there. Um, so I have a daughter who's five. And so the main sacrifice is just not being able to raise my daughter with my family, like having being away from family, being away from my mom, my grandparents, you know, that good food. You know what I'm talking about? So the, good, the, good, the good food, you know, the babysitters that you don't have to pay for. So the, the biggest sacrifice is um, being away from my family. But I think it's worth it. And it kind of gives me the opportunity to uh, start my own legacy. like. My family's amazing. So there's things in my family that were really awesome. And there's, if I could be honest with y'all, there's some things in my family that were pretty toxic in some ways. So being away, it gives me the opportunity to um, start a new, start fresh, new legacy and do things a little bit differently for my daughter than maybe the stuff that I had to go through, the hard stuff that I had to go through when I was a kid. So it's hard to be away from them. And at the same time, it's helpful because I can start my own legacy. Uh... So when Mr. Clifton told us that we were going to interview you, he showed us a few of your TikToks. And I was like wondering what made you decide to do the nerd rap theme? That's such a good question. That's such a good question. So for years, I've been trying to figure out how to say something important, but like in a way where it's not uh, boring. Like, you know, because sometimes, let's be honest, like sometimes if someone's trying to lecture us or if they're trying to tell us about our life, it's just, exactly, it's like, oh my goodness. So I was trying to think of like, how can I do something important, impactful, but still keep it funny, still keep it entertaining. And I've always loved music. I always love rap. It's a big part of my culture. So this is what happened. True story. I went to a, 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 a football game. I went to a football game. We're at the game and uh, some little baby came on. Right, it was drip too hard, don't stand too close. You can mess around and drown off this yeah, way. Yeah, doing that job. I'm on the road. I don't care where I go. You know what I'm talking about. So some little baby came on and everybody went crazy. They were like going crazy over little baby. And then I saw some kids at this football game. There's thousands of people at the game, but there's kids that had AirPods in their ears. So I'm like, they rather listen to the music than pay attention to the game. So I was like, what if I rapped and said something important but made it funny? I wonder if it will work. I was like, that's a scary idea. That might be terrible. But I put out the first video and the first video went crazy. I think it did like 400,000 views. And then I put out the second video. I was like, maybe it was just a fluke. Like maybe I got lucky. The second video did like 3.9 million views. So I was like, oh, we're on to something, people. So I created the Nerdy Rapper. Uh, and it's a way for me to be funny, be entertaining, but also really say some really important things that I think that people need to hear. What part of Colorado did you grow up in? Right here. Mom, I graduated from Montbello High School right down the street. Uh, I lived in Green Valley, but my grandma lived in Montbello, so I pretty much was between Montbello and Green Valley growing up, which was great and tough sometimes. I don't, I don't know what it's like now, but it was a little... Still hard. Okay, all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, so it was beautiful. It was fun, but, you know, I got into a little trouble. In high school, definitely. Everybody in Everybody trouble. In trouble. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But I changed my life. I changed my life. I, I decided to do things differently after uh, I started losing friends, you know, to violence. I started 
losing friends to prison. So uh, it was like, I'm trying to be a thug, but this thug life thing is not, it's not working. It's not going well for my friends. So that's when I really changed my life and really got into the dancing and the art and led to music um, that I do now. Did you reveal those friends that you lost? Did I do what? Did you reveal those friends that you lost? Yeah, here you. That's a great question. So that's a that's a really good question. So some of them passed away. So, you know, there's no way to regain that friendship. Some of them are still in jail. I'm still cool with some of them. But it it was, there is a group of them that I, I think they liked me more when I was doing what I should not have been doing. And it's it's a really hard transition um, when the people that you love the most um, don't accept you anymore. Because I the way that I act and the way that I live now is completely different from the person that I was in high school. So I did I did lose some friends or have friends that still kind of look at me like, you know what? Like, what? Married? Like, yeah, bro, I'm married. <laughs> Why are you saying it like it's such a bad thing? But it is, it's just something I had to go through and get comfortable with myself. Like, I'm going to be me, I'm going to do me. And if people like it, wonderful. And if they don't, you yeah, know, I'd rather, yeah, I'd rather be me than have you like me. Period. All right, so, so, for me, I seen them kicks on your feet, bro. <laughs> Chunky dunks. No, you should lick me up with y'all. Plug, you yeah, feel me? Yeah, yeah, How yeah. much did they cost? Oh, we we can't. We're not gonna talk numbers on it. On, on, on in the world, right. but but I, I'll see what I can do. I see what I can do. I for come me? to Denver. Yeah, for you. Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I like you. I like you a lot. I'll see what I can do. Uh, why did you decide to be an influencer on TikTok, and what inspired you to do that? Uh, I think I've been creating content forever. Like I started off on Facebook. Don't laugh at me. I started off on Facebook doing videos. YouTube. So TikTok was just um, the next thing that was popular. So I just, I jumped on and I just feel like, you know, we all have different talents. We all have different gifts. Some people can really cook. Some people can really, you know, do sports. Some people can really write. I think entertaining, uh, being creative, that's just my gift. And so I feel like I was born right now during this time with these skill sets to, you know, try to make a positive impact on the world. And the way to do that now it's through TikTok, through you know, social media. So I just Whoa. dove all the way in. What'd you say? Well, <laughs> how many followers do you have? Uh, uh, on what? Uh, Cross platforms. Uh, so uh, my biggest platform is TikTok. I have like hundred and twenty thousand followers on TikTok. <sighs> then about sixteen thousand on YouTube and like seven thousand on Instagram. So I get you know I get to load in influence. It's cool. It's cool. But you, you make it sound like it's so normal. Uh, I don't want to be like cocky or arrogant about it. It is cool. I, I, I am proud that I've been blessed to be able to influence people and have a voice that people actually want to listen to. Because I know a lot of people want to do that. And it doesn't, you know, it works for some people. It doesn't. But it's just my gifting. Like, I don't think I have a choice but to put that stuff out. Um, how did you get popular on the Internet? That's a, <clears throat> that's a good question. Man, that's such a good question. I think there's some strategy like being consistent, putting out really good content. Um, I don't I try not to rush myself. Like, you know, I don't know how much you all know, but some people are like, you got to post four times every day to blow up. Like, I don't try to do all that. I just really focus on creating really good pieces, really smart or funny or whatever pieces and put them out when I put them out and they do well. But honestly, like, I think it boils down to me figuring out who I am. And I think everybody needs to just figure that out. Like, 
There are certain things that you can do that I'll never be able to do. There's certain things that I can do that you might not ever be able to do, but entertaining people, making people feel inspired, making people laugh. I think that's just my gift. Um, so it just, it just works. It just worked out that way. I just am living in my purpose, so to speak. How many times did your teacher tell you that you couldn't do it? That's a good question. I don't know that I ever had a teacher specifically say that I couldn't do anything. Um, I just feel like, the people around me, we only saw like that we could go so far, if that makes sense. Like, like growing up in Montbello with my friends and my family, it's like, oh yeah, you could like get a good job and, and a good job is good. Let me not say a good job is good, but it was very like, don't dream too big type of thing. Or like, you're going to move to LA. Like, why are you going to move to LA? Or you think you're going to get popular on the internet? Everybody wants to get popular on the internet. Um, so I never had anybody specifically say that I couldn't do it. But it was just kind of like people like, oh, like that doesn't happen for people like us. I had a lot of people that felt like, oh, people like us don't get to go that far. And I just was like, no, yes, we do. Because we're really cool and we're t really talented. And I think we can go as far as we want to go. That's cool. Do you have any other jobs other than being an influencer? Yeah, so I work with a company and I, when I'm not uh, creating content, I just speak at schools. So I work with a company in Texas and they send me all over Texas to talk about all kinds of different things, uh, relationships, health, motivation, drug and alcohol prevention. So I'm either creating content, performing, or talking to youth. So that's kind of like my life. It's what I do every day. Do you, like on your TikToks, did you uh -huh. ever get any hate comments and did it like ever get to you? Mm -hmm. You want to talk about the haters? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, surprisingly, TikTok is pretty positive for me. Like, I don't get that much hate on TikTok. I get some hate on YouTube. I get some hate on YouTube where people are like, uh, I'm trying to think of, I can't think of one specifically. But yeah, I, I get some hate on YouTube, but uh, I do a lot of thinking and I'm very prepared and I'm not mean. Either I'll, I'll ignore it or I'll, I'll, you know, either be super kind, like, hey, I'm so sorry you didn't like this video, but I, I really hope you have a blessed day. And then all of a sudden they're like, oh, bro, that was my cousin. That was my cousin who <laughs> like 10 times I've had people like, bro, oh, my auntie had my phone. You know how aunties be. I'm like, OK, tell your auntie I said what's up. Um, so either I'll just be kind or because uh, the topics that I make, sometimes like I'll take a, a popular song that a rapper does that I think is negative and I'll flip it to something positive And they'll be like, oh, you're just bashing the culture. You just don't love our culture. And I'm like, I do love our culture. That's why I'm saying we don't need to be talking about certain things. I won't, I can't even say the certain things because they're so inappropriate, but there's certain things we don't need to be doing. We don't need to be saying as a culture. Um, so yeah, either kindness or education. And I've not, I, I don't think I've ever argued with anybody either. They're like my bad or they just don't respond. I need to be like that. Yeah, I got bigger problems. I'm really trying to like make a positive respond them with try it just try it one time just be like i'm so sorry what kindness yeah uh, just try it one time just one kindness. time for me just be like i'm so sorry i, I hope you have so a blessed sorry. day and they're gonna be like girl you know i was just playing you know it was my auntie from across the country <laughs> exactly try it how does your auntie from across the country get your account you gotta example. ask them i don't know <laughs> i don't know bro people are weird <laughs> like if you're gonna hate just amen 
Yeah, if you're gonna I, just stick with it, you know. I, so I have a question. Okay. You ever met any famous people? Have I ever met any famous people? I've been in the same room. Well, I met Justin Bieber one time. Hey, oh, wow. I met, baby, 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 baby. Oh, yeah, yeah, I knew y'all knew it. So I met Justin Bieber uh, one time, which was crazy, crazy story. So I was supposed to go to his concert. Don't judge me for being a Justin Bieber fan. Let's start no, there, okay? okay? Next time, you'll roast me next time. Okay. I know. So <laughs> uh, I was supposed to go to his concert for my birthday, but a couple of years ago, he kind of had an emotional breakdown, so he canceled the show. So I didn't get to go to the concert. I was sad. So instead of going to the concert, I went to uh, this little lunch with like some of my friends. Guess who was at the lunch? Justin Bieber. Bieber. So I talked to him. Like, bro, not trying to be a groupie right now, but you are dope. And I grew up listening to your music. He was like, thanks, bro. He was like, where did you get your hat? The hat was from Walmart. I was like, shoot, I don't know if I should tell him. (laughs) I was like, Walmart, bro, Walmart, don't tell nobody. (laughs) He was like, I love you. Anyway, so yeah, I met Justin Bieber. I've been in the same room as Jay-Z, Beyonce, Kendrick Lamar at the BET Awards a few years ago. The BET Awards? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, sorry. Okay, okay, okay. So I lived in L.A. Uh, with Nick. Nick was my roommate. Hey, Nick. Uh, we lived in L.A. when we were fresh out of high school, like 18 to whatever. We lived in L.A. and we just did a lot of cool stuff. So I've been to the BET Awards. So that was when I was with those people. Uh, I got to dance on the Ellen show because of him. Actually, what? we were at. I the, gotta watch you on Ellen, bro. We were, oh, I was just playing around though. So we were at the oh. Ellen show, and uh, they were like, "Does anybody want to dance to keep the crowd entertained?" And Nick, Nick's like, "Him." <laughs> So I got to dance and I think they played it when they came back from commercial. And then the last thing that I did was pretty cool. Uh, I was on the Steve Harvey show. Steve Harvey roasted me, though. I know He roasted me in front of everybody because I went on there and uh, I was talking about, you know, Steve Harvey. I just had a new baby and uh, she won't stop crying. And I hadn't gotten any sleep. He's like, basically, don't nobody care about your little problems. Not sleeping. Tell that baby to. I'm not going to say what he said. But yeah. So, yeah, I've been. I bet you too. That's how you're like, oh. <laughs> I was like, the only person I was just going to let roast me is probably Steve Harvey. You you get a pass. But you're like, okay. Yes, sir. Yes, Mr. Steve. <laughs> so yeah, I think yeah, those are a few people. I'm Jay Z and Beyonce. Jay Z and Beyonce. They were like right there. Yeah. So like you didn't They're get to right talk here, to them. Like, oh, okay. and Kanye before the old Kanye, the old Kanye. Okay, don't 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 fight me. She a golden girl. But she ain't messing with no bro. But how do you know that song? Everybody know that song. <laughs> so that Kanye, it was around that time. Yeah, yeah, go there, Kanye. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm going to leave going it alone. Stuff, He's I'm going like, through. Bro. That's a good way to put it. Really- have a blessed day. Right. That's our new saying to everything. Just have a blessed day. Okay. How do you identify yourself? Uh, I identify myself as a, a, a creative. I think that encapsulates everything that I do from the music to the dancing to the shows when I'm speaking at the school. I think it's all just creativity. Okay. Tell us about your family. (laughs) Which part? Which which I want to know. The way you say it. Just anything you want. Okay. They cook some good food, huh? They cook some good food. (laughs) My grandma... Let me tell y'all. It's this always is always the grandmother's. Uh, I'm, so I'm staying with my grandma while I'm here. So we go to do a show at John and Mez this morning. We did a show at John and Mez. We were there for one hour. We go back to the house. She's cooked yams, 
uh, greens, uh, chicken, potatoes. I'm like, Grandma, we were gone for an hour. How'd you cook Thanksgiving right now? So great family, uh, great food. Uh, there's some challenges. There's a lot of challenges in my family. There's a lot of cookouts for the food. I'm not right. going to Ain't no need for them family yeah. drama. I only came here for the food, period. That's okay, it. So yeah. 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 But all in all, good family. I was telling the kids at John Amez, my dad, I don't know if this is worth sharing, but he was in jail for a long time and he just got out recently and now we're rebuilding our relationship and that's been real cool uh, for him to get to see me as an adult and hang out with my daughter because he missed her being born. He missed the first like four years of her life. So now seeing them on Christmas, taking pictures and stuff, it's like, dang, that's real cool. So, yeah. Um, where is your wife from? My wife is from Mexico. Yeah. Wow. She's the real deal. Yeah. My wife is. Yeah, yeah, she is. She is. She, she is. You know, we, we mixing it up all, you know, beautiful, bringing it all together. Yeah, my wife is from Mexico originally. That yeah. means that baby got to be beautiful, bro. That baby already is. Right. She's cute. She's cute. Top five kids in the world. It's cuteness. You know, sometimes. What, what, what do you cherish most in life? Oh, Ooh, what do I cherish? Dang, y'all hitting me with the deep questions. We just like that. I think, can I say two? Just mm-hmm. one? Two? Two, yeah. Two. Okay. One, I cherish the fact. We were just talking about my wife. They're going to make me cry. Uh, I cherish the fact that I get to be a husband and a father. And my daughter gets to see her mom and her, y'all gonna make me cry, uh, gets to see her mom and her dad together every day. Cause that's not something that I had when I was growing up. I didn't get to see my dad. I didn't know what it was like to pick up the phone and just call my dad. Cause he, you know, not a bad guy, but he was in jail for a long time. So I cherish that. It's a beautiful thing. Uh, I also cherish, like we've been talking about this whole time, that I get to create stuff that millions of people in the world enjoy. It's, it's still crazy to me. Like I don't, Walk around like, yeah, I'm the man. It's like, people really just be singing my songs. Y'all really just know the word. It's crazy. So I cherish those two things. Wait, I'm about to cry. Oh, oh. Look at her. I'm talking about Do you have any advice for anyone out in the world before we wrap, before we wrap this up? Yes. The most powerful thing you can do. We talked about it today. The most powerful thing you can do is figure out who you are completely embrace that and completely live in it. So my life changed when I decided I'm not a thug. That's not who I am. I'm a creative. I like to do music. I like to dance. That's who I am. I like to support people, inspire people. That's who I am. And when I got comfortable just being me, accepting me, the good and the bad, the good parts, uh, I didn't mention like I was diagnosed with ADHD and like there's good and bad, but just saying like, no, this is who I am. And I accept that and I'm going to be me and I'm going to be me the best that I can be. Uh, I'm going to love myself as much as I can. Uh, that's the best advice that I can have. So really get to know you. Y'all be trying to get to know everybody else, Googling everybody else. Get to know you and really be you. And your life's going to change 100%. Thank you, Anthony, for taking the time to come here Wait, today. one more question. That's so Oh, fun. my God. I think we might be over time. Are we over time? Like a clothing brand. We have a clothing brand. Oh, my oh. goodness, Isaac. That's what I, I said. Could, like, I could give you that. so much advice for that. Okay, do y'all know what Spotify is? Yes. Not Spotify, Shopify. Sorry. Oh, oh I heard yeah. Spotify. I yeah, yeah of course you know what Spotify is. Do you know what Shopify is? Yeah. Watch some yeah. YouTube videos on Shopify. And y'all are starting young, so y'all got plenty of time to figure it out, make mistakes. But uh, yeah, 
I think I think we can talk offline a little bit about that because I've I've done the clothing line thing and it was pretty decent. So yeah. So I'm proud of y'all. That's, that's your clothing oh line right there? No, this is not mine. I'm proud of y'all. I didn't yeah. start doing that till I was like 20 something. Y'all doing it now at what? 12. 12? Yeah, I'm y'all. 13. Y'all gonna be good. Y'all are gonna be good. Let's talk offline a little bit. I'm 13. Okay. Stop the 40- Leia over here interrupted. Uh, thank you, Anthony, for taking the time to come here today and do this podcast with us. And thank you guys for listening to Life is Art on the Voice of Montbello podcast. This is Lynn here with Leia, Serenity, Arzegi, Fomi, Fomi, Voices of Montbello, doom, 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 doom. and our guest and our special guest, Anthony. I saw, wait, 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 wait. So, you follow me if you want to support the uh. On Bello Podcast, you feel me? You go to Instagram, search up Confluence Media Center right on Instagram. Go to our bio, you know, donate to us so we could do a lot more stuff. And we're young too, so you know, we have plenty more time, like what Anthony said. And yeah, it's a wrap up for y'all. Thank you for listening to the Voice of Montbello podcast. You can find our episodes anywhere you listen to podcasts. You can support our work by checking out our Instagram at Confluence Media Center. Click the link to and about to connect with us. Be sure to rate reviews and follow us. Make sure you put them good. And make, make a, a donation. donation. This has been a Confluence Media production.